When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo, AJ, coming to you live on oh Avalanche God, God, God. Off Day. It's not just the Av series that is tied 1-1 right now. It is every series in the West. And then two of the series in the East, too. So a lot of competitive hockey getting played. Is that true? Is it really competitive? Some of these 1-1 series have been two blowouts, one each way. Yeah, yeah, and then you have the Rangers just bodying New Jersey. It's kind of shocking, actually. I mean, we're going to talk about it. I I mean, do you just want to start with that series? It's it's probably the least competitive of the eight. Would you say biggest surprise so far of the postseason? Yeah, not that they're down 2-0, but that the games have not been close. New Jersey, I think, is a better team than they've shown. And, it, it, you know, I don't think they were ready for the moment. That's not that surprising. Yeah, that was what we talked about in the preview is, hey, there's so much to love about Jersey. But learning how to win in the postseason as a group is a really tough thing. You can't just be like, well, individually, a lot of these guys have some playoff experience and, like... What's Andre Pilat doing in that room? <laughs> like, he's got like the magical Stanley Cup experience, so he'll be like, "Hey guys, get behind me." <laughs> you're like seventh in line in that room. Yeah, like, are you tough, kidding me? Tough look there. Yeah, like it's your 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 guys have to play, and well, and, and that's what's surprising, right? They have the guys with the high end scoring talent at the top of that roster, yeah. and they haven't been producing goals. What's been interesting, you know, Jack Hughes has to figure out that time and space that he exploits so well. Yeah. Goes away. A whole lot less of it. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the fit of Timo Meyer in New Jersey continues to just not be weird. Yeah. Quite mesh where you're looking at it and you're saying, I bet I'd be willing to bet that next year they come out into training camp. He's a little more comfortable. The yeah. chaos of the year has ended. Then that guy takes flight as a devil, but it, it has not quite produced the returns that we all expected when uh, when they made that big deadline deal. Yeah, I. Their offense really should, on paper, be a juggernaut. Yeah, and it just hasn't been. They're struggling to get one goal on the board in these first two games. The the so. one thing that you do think though, hey, New Jersey was an unbelievable road team this year, top two in the league. Yeah, and does so. Boston even count? I mean, they do. I mean, when you have a store, when you have the best home yeah. record and the best road <laughs> record, like you just get props, but. 
they're in their own, you know, to transition into that series too. They're kind of in their own little war yeah, there. Uh, Florida you know, came out and took it to them in the third period of game two. Yeah, man. when you're tied two two going into the third, uh, you know, the uh, the Bruins have a chance to go up two nothing and really put that stranglehold on the series and didn't have it. Florida just kind of beat them down. Yeah. On 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 Boston's home ice where they were so dominant, it was pretty it was pretty interesting. Yeah, it's and now no Patrice Bergeron again for game three. I mean that's turning into a problem for Boston yeah, real fast. Yeah, it is really uh that's that's an interesting one. Um just we all we all kind of foresaw like the easy street part of this not continuing but one i didn't really see it in this series i didn't think it was a very good matchup for yeah, the panthers I, I mean yeah me but either. um you know obviously nobody foresaw patrice bergeron just being like well i'm sick can't play for sure missing it, the first three games of the it, series it, it's interesting though because even in game one boston didn't look great they end up winning that game three one mostly because out yeah. Lions couldn't make a save yeah the first Period, period and a half of game one, Florida really looked like they were pushing. Yeah. They were comfortable. And it was uh it's kind of what the it's kind of the Florida team that we thought that we might see at the beginning yeah. of the year. Yep. Um and then it was a team that barely eked its way into the yeah, playoffs. Like yeah. it really, really, really relied on uh the <laughs> the pens choke at the end. I guess both the Isles and the Panthers kind of benefited made, from that made some room there for him yeah. yeah so anyway those have been those have been two series that have just been kind of like we've kind of watched them in passing and kind a of bit more like, mundane yeah, series okay. for sure yeah, they're they're interesting but they haven't been like the primary focus well you get to the other 2-0 series which is Kane's Islanders yeah <laughs> game one I think is exactly what I expected out of that series yep. And then game two was not by any stretch, whether it be Ilya Sorokin letting magic pucks just float by him. I mean, that second Kane's goal is yeah. total horseshit, dude. Yeah. I mean, you're just like, dude, this is the kind of thing that need like you need that kind of luck yep. to, to beat Sorokin in a in a best of seven. You have to worry about the Canes long term, though. Now, uh, there now there's no Pacioretty. Now there's no Svechnikov. Now there's no to uh, Tavo Teravainen. Yeah. Broken hand in game yeah. two. That is a real, real tough task. Now, when you're talking about a team that struggles to score, and in this series is struggling to score. Yep. Um, especially at even strength, they are not doing a great job of it. And let's just we're just going to be real obviously i'm the islanders fan i'm a little salty about it but i mean that was a high stick it's well and and it, the the turn of events is the combination of the two really that they kill the call you. and the no call. yeah they yeah. they call they call the one they make the one call and you're kind of like okay you're just gonna keep it yeah, consistent you're gonna yeah. live with it and then scott mayfield gets hit in the face with a stick and people are like oh i'm Mayfield lifted the stick in like he stick lifted it. And it's, it doesn't and it's just, matter. It's never mattered. It's, yeah. And it's yeah. It's it's like oh, are we now? On a, now we're having the inadvertent too many man <laughs> conversation again. These things don't matter. It's a high stick. Yep. It's a clear penalty. It was total horseshit. And then they lost the total game. Total horseshit. <laughs> and then yes, thank you for that. Yes, then they <laughs> lost the game. Very frustrating. It was. It's a very frustrating end to that game. Um. Really, just you don't want you don't want officiating to continue to be a story in the postseason. Well, the, like 
you you know it's going to be, but you watch this combination of calls like that, and that's that. It's a it just, perfect. It just it's it sucks. It's a perfect example of. I, I do think people get wrapped up into this a lot of the time, where a ref making a call or not making a call, it doesn't matter which way has just as much impact. People say, "I'll oh, let the players decide the game." If you're not calling any calls, dudes are just going to start beating the shit out of each other. Right. Because they know you're not going to call anything, and it changes the entire complexion of how the game is played. Yep. So it matters just as much when they don't call one as it does yep. when they do. Players decide games when they cheat, too. Yep. Exactly you right. Get away, you get away with whipping a guy, whipping your stick around and clipping him in the face, and, you know, yep. at the start of a defensive sequence that ends in a game-winning goal. I mean, the whole thing sucks, man. <laughs> But that series has gone what we thought it would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I picked the Islanders to upset. I know I wasn't alone in that. I still think that there's a decent chance just because they can they can grind you all the way into down. dust. Yep. And and Carolina, their power play is kind of bailing them out right now. And they need that to continue. If that continues, they'll win the series pretty easily. But going back to, to, to New York, I don't, that place is going to be loud. It's going to be raucous in the other way. And we saw Carolina struggled badly on the road last year. Struggled badly is an understatement. I mean, <laughs> literally couldn't win a yeah. game on the road. So there's a, and now they don't have Tara Vinen. Like the things are starting to tilt against them. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're starting to stack up a little for Carolina where it's like, hey, maybe they get out of this series. But do you think that they're serious to make a run right now? Like no. the Rangers got to be licking their chops. Oh, yeah. They're up. They're up two nothing. And they're looking at now but a battered Carolina team like, going. Hmm. I like this. Feeling pretty this good. Is setting up nicely Feeling for pretty us. good. Yeah. Uh, we can continue moving through the East here. As we'll have more to say about the West, I suspect. But Yeah, I bet. Uh, the last series, Toronto, Tampa. It's been two blowouts, one each direction. Yeah, and you won. The series has already had everything. Yep. Uh, you had a, after game one, a full-blown conspiracy theory about Wes McCauley. <laughs> conflicts of interest <laughs> you're talking about the craziest shit that you've you could imagine I, I was telling you this the other day it's crazy to me that michael bunting's headshot was so bad that everyone just completely forgot that jake mccabe also hit mikey isomon in the head yeah like just smoked him <laughs> no one remembers that one yeah and uh, michael bunting like you want to talk about do you want to talk about a a trade that Toronto will live with. Oh, Michael oh, Bunting for three games for Eric Chernak for maybe the series. Yeah. And and the injuries immediately piled up on Tampa with not just Chernak, but Hedman has whatever it is he's dealing with. Yeah. And then Isamont's out as well, which is less important. But yeah, I mean, that's an important. And Mikey Isamont was a guy that like just had like a, a weirdly just like solid year. I mean, he bounced around half the damn league, but yeah. was good everywhere he went. And they need everything right now. They need all hands on deck. And the last time, I mean, the, when the last time they lost a playoff series that wasn't to Colorado was, was that sweep to Columbus yeah. and a big part of it, it, it doesn't get talked about because they were such a dominant team and the whole story was their choke and blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But Victor Redman was hurt in that series. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, you you certainly know that uh, I'd be willing to bet that if you went and checked out that Bolts Jolts guy on, on Twitter, <laughs> he's making plenty of injury excuses already because the guy was crying of a storm during the 
Stanley Cup final about Braden Point and shit. Life's tough, man. And now you see the one thing that you do kind of see with this with Tampa Bay where you don't feel as bad for them is the war of attrition. How many times have they benefited right. from other teams having being broken down, yeah. high profile injuries against them uh, in playoff series the last few years versus what versus their relative health? Well, and now that now that they have started, you know, with the with the with what happened last year in the final and. Uh, you know, with Point and then yep. some of the other guys that, that they had hurt, you know, the, that war of attrition, it's hard. Yep. It's hard to win that. And they wanted to pretend like it was just all them, like they'd just been so good well, and so dominant. But you need to get lucky with the injury side of this. And now they are squarely on the other foot. And, and no Hedman and no Chernak is a huge problem. And with Hedman especially... We don't even know what that injury is. Yeah. It's it's super up in the air. Yeah. The Chernak one is like, yeah, okay, Michael Bunting, Bunting just blasted him in the head. Yep. I, that it, one it, I can be a little bit more was, upset was with. Was three games it. enough for you? It was. Really? Yeah. It wasn't for me. I, I, I mean, you know how I'd, I'd give him just, 10 if it were up to me. For, but. for me, and I know that they say, oh, well, if you convert, you know, the way that they convert the regular season. Nah, game, and I'm like, nah, nah, well, nah, like nah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about any of this. The, the the what I care about is the fact that Michael. I mean, that's as egregious I, a headshot as we have seen I, uh, since Cadre's well, hit on Justin Falk. Yeah, and I, I'll put it to you this way: if it were up to me, I'd give him ten. I I but, thought it, it felt like to me but, it felt like five or six, man. And and I'd be I'd have been fine with that, but I went into it thinking ah the dopes will probably give him one. Yeah. So the fact that they gave him three, I'm like, oh, that's not bad. This yeah. And well, and like it kind of felt like it was heavy for a guy with no history, yeah. but also the hit was that egregious. It was. It just felt like. Also, Michael Bunding's kind of a psycho. <laughs> it just had it had all the hallmarks of a bad hit with not only him jumping into it and and catching him, but the flaring elbow and all of it. Every single thing was like, yeah, that's what you don't do. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I don't know. Anyway, yeah, no, I'm. I mean, I just thought it was. It was like everything about the bunting hit was just so like out of bounds that it's like, yeah, it, you have to hit this guy hard with this. Like this is ridiculous. So it's the one thing I, I will I, I do say, understand. Over four games requires an arbitrator. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that during the postseason. I thought it was five. It might be. Maybe it's. Well, no, over four I mean, games. Yeah, would be I think five. it starts so at five. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're so right, I think right. we're on the same. Yeah, page we're here. saying the same thing. Yeah, uh, I will say, and I get it. Missing two of their top three defensemen is going to make his life harder. Vasi looks human this year. Yeah, Vasilevsky just was not good enough in in game two. Yeah. They needed him to be a little better, and you know, some of the, the obviously there was an onslaught there, but Vasi just wasn't good enough. Yep, just flat out wasn't good enough. So. Don't I? I don't have a good read on how that series plays out, but Tampa fighting an uphill battle for sure. Um. Anyway, on that note, if you've been attacked by Michael Bunting, you may need to call Bacchus and Shanker. Call two 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 today. Doesn't have to be Michael Bunting. If it's a car accident and you're not at fault, even if you weren't driving, if it's a rideshare situation or you know you were biking down the side of the road, if you're at work and you've been injured and it's not your fault. Bacchus and Shanker has you covered. You can go to coloradolaw.net or call the two number. They'll give you a free consultation. They think you have a case. They'll take your case on for free. You won't pay a single penny until you win your case. So it essentially costs you nothing to get what you deserve with Bacchus and Shanker. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. 
That would be the entire salary of the Avs roster for like 15 years. <laughs> and hockey players make a lot of money. You just buy a franchise at that yeah, point. Yeah, straight up. Straight up, just go buy a new one. Put it wherever you want. Uh, go take a look at them, coloradolaw.net. Uh, they've been doing it for 25-plus years. So they, they know what they're doing at this point. They've been around the block a few times with Bacchus and Shanker. Uh, also brought to you by the fantastic folks down at Pins and Aces. You can go check them out today. Uh, waiting, on my, waiting on my shipment. Oh, yours isn't in yet? I, I already got mine. So Last time I... Oh, we'll talk about this off air, but it was... I, yeah. Either way. I'm excited to get it, man. I'm, yeah, I know you ordered at least a hat. I, I got a hat, a beanie, and a speaker. There you go. Because I really wanted a Bluetooth speaker. going to be that guy bumping the jams. Yes, I would like to be the guy bumping the jams, please. <laughs> that was part of the point. Their hats are sick. I said it on the last night's postgame show. Have you seen the Avs colored hat yeah. that they did? It's so sick. I yeah. want that one so bad. So go check them out. They're the official golf apparel merchandiser of DNVR. You go to pinsandaces.com, use the DNVR code. You get 15% off hats, shirts, pants. I'm sure they have golf cleats. Do golf sh- are golf shoes cleats? Are they spikes? I don't spikes. know. Spikes? Yeah, okay. Uh, they also have plenty of other stuff for you. Spikes. Beer sleeves and uh, liquor sticks. Go in your golf I know, bag. I didn't know what those were until I was on their website, and I was like, these are cool. Yeah, the, the liquor stick is, like, yeah. super cool. I'm like, oh, they, you you are the cool guy in your foursome if you have the liquor stick, for yeah. sure. Uh, Pinsadaces.com. Go check them out. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Getting into some of these series in the West, which is... I, again, I don't know if I would say they've been super competitive games necessarily, but you have four one-one series. Yeah, I mean, I we could breeze over Jets Golden Knights just because they're happening at the same time. Yeah, as Avs we games. haven't I had the. I don't imagine we're watching that series. I've so. watched back the highlights, but if you wanted the full story, no. Yeah, but I think we could talk a lot about Minnesota Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he says. It's been a series, man. I mean, first of all, you start off with a banger of a double overtime hockey game. Yeah, it was a great game. Gustafson more or less steals one for Minnesota. Sure. Dallas also helped by not putting pucks into open nets. Yeah, I mean, let's... let's, Some, so the Joe Pavelski thing. Sure, we can start there. Happens in that game. Yeah. And, I mean, kind of controversial. I mean, I think I think it just, that was a, I think that was a tough combination of things to have happen. Yeah. Because you look at the hit, it's definitely interference. It's well, definitely it, predatory. It's, it's insanely late. It right? is, yeah. There is you if the one angle from like behind in the corner, mm. you watch Dumba come across. Pavelski gets rid of the puck. Dumba decides he's gonna hit him anyway. Yeah, and then he blows him up. And and it's not his fault that Pavelski's stick comes up or right. anything well, like and this that. Is but the what I think where the concussion comes into play, the stick comes up and hits him in the face. Yep, and then his head smacks on the ice. Yep. You look at those two things that happen. That's so tough mm-hmm. because. The hit is predatory. The hit is late. The hit is illegal. But he doesn't hit through his head. Right. You look at, like, the bunting hit where he catches Chernak All in the head. head. Yeah. Right in the head. Yep. It's a blindside. Like, it's so much worse of a hit. Yeah. Um, and and that you're talking about principal contact and all that. And 
all the all the head stuff from Pavelski is kind of a freak thing. Yeah, yeah. kind of a kind of a uh, just like an unfortunate result yeah. of the hit. Well, well, well the, stick the stick snaps it, and he it, can't. He's out immediately. Yeah, so he can't stick, protect if, his head. If as the he stick goes doesn't down. come up and hit him in the head, we don't know how that changes the thing. Yeah. Um. Maybe he still goes down and hits his head, and that's yeah. You know, you're you're still looking at the same end result there, but uh, it just. It was it was really hard to watch, and then no, I mean he's he's out. Well, and especially for a guy who has a history of stuff like yeah. this, and and like you know, I I I don't imagine there's a lot of soft spots amongst the Avs fans for, fan for base. Joe Pavelski, or, yeah. for just for the Dallas Stars in general. Yeah, fair. Uh, but you know, Joe Pavelski has had a great career. Uh, he's he's on the he's in the tail end I, of it. It's he's I know in the a final lot of, five years of it. I know a lot of Avs fan lament him dominating the Avs, but I've yeah. always had a soft spot for that. I, guy. I mean, I've always just, loved him. You love you love that this is a guy that overcame a bunch of deficiencies in his game to have what has been just an absolutely great career. I mean, best tip game of all time. Uh, I mean, I really wouldn't even know how to try and make that list make a comparable statistic of that yeah like i but i mean you could talk about one of the like one of the premier tip guys of his generation for sure for sure we can go we can, we can at least comfortably get get into that but this isn't this isn't how you want the playoffs to be decided and it we talked about that war of attrition with Tampa Bay and like that's not how you want that series to be decided. You don't right. want everybody no wants and no turn next. Yeah, sure. you don't yeah. want Tampa Bay and Toronto being decided and having it, it it end in five or six with Toronto comfortably taking it because the Tampa Bay just doesn't have a defense anymore. You don't want that, man. Especially Michael when Michael Bunting comes back later on in that series. If Eric Chernak doesn't return, you're like, well, it's just not a good trade. Yeah. It's a huge advantage yep. for the Maple Leafs, but in this objective. in this series too, Joe Pavelski, uh, the second line of the stars was really good this year with Jamie Ben, mm-hmm. uh, and Tyler Sagan had like a fine year and it was fine, uh, but you know why Johnston a great rookie season like their sex the second line they was had good pieces, but, but their bottom six kind of. Yeah. And now with with and Pavelski was such a huge part of that top line next to Robertson and Rupe Hints. And you could see the physicality of that first game, the intensity of it. Jason Robertson, you could see the whites in the eyes, man. Well, it, he was a deer in the headlights it, in that game. It, it was okay in regulation, but that game got into it, overtime. Well, and and it, it just, as it went on, yeah, because, they, you know, he scores a goal. They they score the two power play goals early. Dallas feels like they're, they're vibing. Their life is good. It's good to be the stars, you know. Everything's going their way. And then when that when the intensity of that game ramped up, man, Jason Robertson went away from it, yep. and it was striking to watch a star player shy from the moment. I mean, everybody. We used to talk about, we used to joke about how the Avs broke Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah, because Johnny Gaudreau got into that Avalanche playoff series, got erased. They yeah. rocked his world, and he was not the same for two full seasons. Yeah, it took Johnny Gaudreau to get back to being no, to, to normal. And you're looking at Jason Robertson now, and game two wasn't a whole lot better. It didn't matter, obviously, but I I mean we'll talk about game two yeah, in a second. I'm I'm just curious to see what's gonna happen with him because I tell you, man, watching 
watching Jason Robertson react the way that he did, it was it was striking to me that you know you talk about the the a player not being comfortable in that environment, he doesn't like contact, doesn't like this. Yep. This guy's suited for it. That guy's suited for it. All that, but to actually see it in a game like that, and especially with such a high level player, it was really surprising. And I'm hoping that doesn't stay the same. Like I'm hoping it's just an adjustment. Period. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping he, it was just a bad night. You know. Sure. But it it really. If I'm a Stars fan, I was. I would have been watching that. Like, oh my god, this is bad. Yeah. And then how that game ended. Like you feel sick to your stomach. Yeah. The Stars are totally dominating. I. They should have Marchment just straight up missed an open net. Well, good stick. Sure, but good stick, Colin Miller. All he had to do was get it. Past one stick in there. Yeah, night. I mean it's uh that's one of those bang bang plays, you know, where and, and, he you really expect that guy to finish that off, but you have to and it's you not, do have to keep calling. There Miller's were a multiple other quality chances for Dallas to end that game too. Can't be calling Miller. He's on the same team. Uh, whoever it was. I, yeah, I'm. Matter. Now I'm totally just drawing a blank here. We'll never know. Yeah, it doesn't. Whatever. It doesn't uh, matter. It. They come up short there. The bad bounce kicks out the Hartman, and you know, game's over. And then good finish by him, and you have to you got to give him a little bit of good. He oh looked, totally did he a great like job he was in, out in front after nearly uh, dying. Yeah, early he looked like game. he was in yeah. serious pain and laboring through it. And you know, yep. not gonna not gonna extol the virtues of Tordal here, but <laughs> but you know, so you get that game, you get through that, you get something like a nine fifty out of Gustafson. And then Dean Evison starts Mark Andre Fleury for I don't game get it, two. Man. I just don't get it. Like what? <laughs> I just don't get it. And and you know I I the stars blow them out in that game, and most of the goals probably aren't even Flurry's fault. You're really not even looking at Flurry going, "Hey man, what are you doing?" But it's I, I think some of the aesthetics of the goals. Uh, uh, the, certainly, the, the rope the, hint, rope hints first and second goals both are bad. Looks just getting for just getting beat cleanly, yeah. flopping around on the ice, kind of moving around, and and just kind of making a show of getting rocked. Yep. Um, Really, really unimpressive performance and, from him. And, and I think should slam the door shut I, on that. I don't know how you can play him again. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it, it, even if even if Gustafson goes out and gives you the exact same performance. Yep. I don't know how you go back to Flurry. It, it, it's it didn't, tough. Why did you go to Flurry in the right, first place? That's what I don't understand. You just got an A-plus performance from your other goaltender. And you moved away from it for no apparent reason. Yeah, if you had that kind of a problem with the guy in the game, why didn't you pull him? Yeah. Such a weird to decide to go with the other guy. I It made no sense. Yep. It, very, very strange decision by Everson. And and clearly... Like a hitman to you? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like, I, I guess I don't actually know what a real hitman looks like, but... I I don't know. I guess I, the the media I, the media archetype hitman that we get in movies. And yeah, stuff, like he's got to shave his head all the way bald. Oh yeah, you know. no, he doesn't need to be age of forty seven, <laughs> man. I'm just I'm just saying. Like, Dean Evison kind of looks like he might know I, where Jimmy Hoffa's buried. Okay, I don't know. He looks like the rest of the NHL head coaches. They're all Bond villains, man. <laughs> it's just we were talking about this. Yeah. we were talking about this the other day with Gerard Gallant. Yeah, exactly. Like. Uh, Dean yeah. Evison fits that bill, uh, yeah. just like the rest of them. So, yeah, and we'll. I don't know. Anyway, I, weird decision. He might. He might know what happened to Jimmy Hoffa, but we don't know. 
why he went to Marc Andre yeah. Fleury in game two. And that series now going back to Minnesota, though. Yeah, back to Minnesota. Who's not in Minnesota right now is Joe Pavelski. Yep. Did not travel. Yep. That is a big factor there for that series. Yep. So it's not great. I still think Dallas can do it in that series. Mm-hmm. But it, the other side of that is uh, the Avs don't want to get ahead of themselves. But they're watching those two teams beat the absolute crap out of each other through two games. Totally. And got to be loving it. <laughs> yeah. One, well, and, and as much as the physicality had picked up last night in Colorado, Seattle, mm-hmm. Colorado was the aggressor in that. Yep. They were the one that kept ratcheting things up to a different level. So you definitely are feeling like, okay, you're in a pretty comfortable position right now watching war take place on the other, uh, that part of the bracket. And then. I very agree with your mom. Jay Woodcroft gives me the willies. He is he's definitely got some creeper vibes. Yeah. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and assume he's a good guy, but Yeah, I mean I'm like I'm I'm sure Dean Evans not actually a hitman. <laughs> if he was, could you imagine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the genesis of this conversation. Uh, just because yes. it looks like one doesn't mean you could imagine him doing hitman things. Anyway, <laughs> all right. I guess it is true. It's kind of a leap from <laughs> looking mean to killing people. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It's it'll be really, really interesting to see. I think how all the Western series play out because you're at one one. Mm-hmm. Every every away team, every higher seed feels like, hey, we got one. On the road, yeah. So they all they all flipped home ice, um, yep. and now they have to try and protect the house, right? Yep. Of the four, um, I, we haven't really gotten into L.A. Uh, Edmonton, we have but not. of the four, nice. Oh, sick! Camera died. Love that for us. I was wondering what Alyssa was up to. <laughs> uh, of the of the four series, though, <laughs> it's it's cool. We they can't can do hear it. us. I mean, it's yeah, fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, of the of the four series, which teams do you think are most comfortable heading into these situations on the road? Um, because I kind of I kind of feel like after where we got to, the two, the two teams that I think ended up somehow maybe in the best situations are Vegas and Colorado. Two teams that took a while to get going. They lose game one. They're the, they're the so, heavy favorites, but then they they both kind of win going away. You know, I know I know it was only a one goal win for the Avs last night, but, but watch how that game exactly. turned out. For Colorado, that's it's one of those spirit crushing wins, right? Where you spot them a two goal lead and yeah. then you smack them down. And I, I agree with you in Colorado's case. I do think they're they're set up quite well here, especially as a team that was very very good on the road this year. Yeah. Big concern here, the health of Lars Eller. Yeah, after crashing into the boards. Yeah, like that and then sure. did not play again. Yeah, um, and he, we want to. We would like to know what's up with Lars Eller. That is going to be until I see him out, back out on the ice. I'm nervous. Officially, Ben Nar said not sure if yeah. he'll be good to go for Game Three today. So we'll see exactly how how that develops. Um, I I actually kind of feel okay about L.A. I think LA is also in a in a, a position where they should feel okay. And like 
they had to steal one. Don't get me wrong. It, they yeah. had to squeak that one out to make this a 1-1 series. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, so let me ask you about that series. Sure. Connor McDavid, not really much of a factor. He has not been. But Leon Dreisaitl is popping up. Yeah, but, I mean, you if you had to pick between one guy going off, because you weren't going to keep them both down. Sure. So this feels like best-case scenario in terms of keeping one of them under control. Limited, yep. But you're still only at 1-1. One, one. Does yeah. that inspire confidence that you've kept McDavid down? Or is it a concern that you kept McDavid down and you're still tied in the series? So my problem is Corpusalo. What? <laughs> okay, sell me on this. He's basically the reason they lose game two. And nothing shot from Clem and up the boards. Slips by him and they lose the game. Fair enough. Two. And it's just not a good goal. It's not. And, and as you're saying, the problem for LA is they're they're not a team that's going to put out high octane scoring on their end of the ice. They've taken what Edmonton's given them, and Edmonton oh, has okay. given them a lot. But it's just not sustainable hockey to spot Edmonton a two goal lead every night and try and weasel your way back into games. And when you do that, and then your goalie lets you down. Yeah, it's just too much of an uphill battle for me. It's kind of, it's kind of what the Oilers have had to deal with. Yeah, the last it's few exactly years. what the Oilers have had to deal with. So they kind of had to deal. I mean, that when Velarde tied it at two, that little yep. play, that little tuck. Yep. And you're just looking at it like, how do you? Oh my prevent God, that from going in your net. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm. That's such a tough series because I'm. I, I think getting back into L.A. will allow L.A. to be a lot more comfortable in terms of... We get whatever matchup can, we want. They can, yeah. they can really hard match Kopitar or Deneau. I would go Deneau against McDavid. Me too. And just because the, the Kopitar line has a little more offensive punch to it. Uh, I I still don't know. I can't, I continue to forget to actually try and find an update on this. But... What the hell's up with Kevin Fiala? Yeah. I, if he doesn't play in this series, it's, man, it's, becomes really, it's hard really hard for them. But um, it, I Victor, mean, Victor Arvidsson buzzing around, yeah. creating a lot, not, not finishing a lot. Finishing, yeah. The exact opposite of Adrian Kempe, who has a couple goals in the first game, but he looked awful in he game two, so man. He was so bad in game two. You tweeted about it, yeah. and I was like, yup, yup, <laughs> yup, 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 yup. Watching, dude, watching Adrian, I was, I, I was really surprised. And how bad I thought Adrian Kempe was. And you look at with the goalie pulled, they kept trying to go Adrian Kempe with the puck yep. on the zone entry in the middle of the and ice. It was just not. Every single decision he made was bad. Yep. It's, Every play that he makes is bad. It, it's hard to it win. Was, it was really, really rough to watch. On. And that is like such a good player. And and you do bring up a good point earlier, though. That series might just come down to which goalie makes more mistakes. Because in game yeah. one, you're 20 seconds away from winning as Edmonton, and one yeah. just squirts through Skinner. Yep. You end up losing that game. Yeah. On a on a legit goal, too. I mean, oh, that's yeah. such a nice passing play by L.A. for I Yeah, the, the game-winning goal was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's good hockey. So. But. It is a that's a that's a series in a weird place right now. It is for sure. A, a game three, pivotal anyway, but maybe even more so in that series. Yeah, and it, is Dallas is is we're kind of kind of ranking yeah, these a little yeah, bit, but yeah. is, is Dallas in like the worst position here? Just because no Pavelski, 
they're on the injured you're, side. You know Minnesota's going to grind it all the way out with you well, no they're matter not gonna, what. They're not going to hand you the flurry Right, again. again, yeah. So now you're going to have to go against what should have been their clear number one goaltender to begin with. Every every day the series goes on, you start wondering, Erickson Eck, where it's his situation, can he come back for this yeah, team? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I don't think anything is is leaning Dallas's way in that series. Doesn't mean they can't do it for but. sure. It's just and we're not we're not talking about who's going to win the series, who's not. We're yeah. just talking about one one series going back into you know going into different buildings. Yep. Which teams are best set up here? Which teams are feeling the best right now? Yeah, I I would say Dallas has to be close to the bottom there, and then. Although I mean, coming off of the like the blowout, but again, you're not going to get Flurry again. Yep. So yeah, I look. It was great. You also you got Flurry. You're not going to get another hat trick out of Rope Hints. As good as he is, I, you can't expect that to happen again in the series. <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So it's it feels the least sustainable for Dallas. I'll put it that way. Okay. Because because of what we talked about, they're. They played good hockey in game one and lost. Right. When you're playing good hockey and losing, you're in trouble. I mean, it certainly is like it's in the postseason. You you just can't be losing those. Yep. Um, it's just such a blown opportunity to be in a different be in a different spot. Yeah. And with the abs, you know, one reason I think we feel like the abs are in a good position is because it just felt like the abs showed up. Yep. And, the start of the fifth period of the series. Yeah. You actually got what you expect. Yeah. And it was, it was such tilted ice. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like, Hey, it was a little bit even, but the abs had a small advantage here, there. It was hard tilted in Colorado's favor from the second period on. They outscore Seattle three, nothing. And the play isn't even close. It's dominant. And and you're talking the one scoring. They have one very, very good scoring chance. Uh, The four V four. And it doesn't go their way. And, you know, and then they have other scoring chances that, like, they were fine. But But not, oh, they should have scored. None none that were of that caliber. Yeah. And you're talking about maybe three or four scoring chances, like real scoring chances. Yeah, Yeah. not a high, high number. You pay a goaltender for this reason right here. Yep. Um, Well. It feels like it feels like Colorado really has that momentum going in. I, I agree. But, but you can't. I mean, they just can't continue to lose a guy a game. Yeah, you, they have to find a way to stay healthy. It's, yeah, I mean, Lars Eller getting tripped and then sliding hard into the boards is like one of those hockey yeah, things. What, what can you do? Sure. You know, it doesn't quite feel like Jack Johnson somehow Magically getting himself getting hurt, hurt in warm-ups. warm-ups. Yeah. Just total nonsense. Yeah, where but. you're just like, dude, what is this? Well... I don't know if you can protect from injury, but you can certainly protect your eyes from the sun with Shady Rays. Get over to ShadyRays.com. Use the DNVR code. You get 50% off your order if you order two pairs or more. They've got tons of awesome sunglasses. Whatever style you want. I, the only one I know what they're called is the Aviators, and those are my least favorite. I much prefer the, like, not good. the open-rimmed bottom ones. I don't know what they're called, but those are my style. I'm all about them. I feel like a 1980s wwe wrestler at that nice uh they have whatever you need though different polarizations as well they even have ski and snowboard goggles if that's your thing so 
it, it's all covered, and it is, in fact, all covered for the first 30 days. No matter what, you break them, they'll replace them for you. You lose them, let them know, they'll send you another pair. You don't like them, send them back, they'll switch them out for you. You can try something else. So Shady Rays, they're taking care of you. Go check them out at ShadyRays.com, or if you're local, they have a brick and mortar in the Park Meadows Mall. And then, once you got your Shady Rays on, you can turn your television's brightness all the way up while you're watching Fubo TV. Go check out Fubo TV at FuboTV.com slash DNVR. When you order from there today, you get 15% off your first month. You can watch the Avs. You can watch the Nuggets. You can watch Altitude. You can watch all the sports you can imagine. They've got 140 different channels. So if you want to watch, I don't what, Premier League or something, you can go do that too. There are other things that they try and get me to watch when I'm on there. Yeah. And- I just don't because I'm like, usually no. just watching hockey. But I'm here for the hockey. I'm here for the, I'm, I'm there for the hockey. I'm also there for the Nuggets. That's how I've been That's watching fair. the Nuggets. That's fair. So. Uh, it's, you know, obviously the situation with, with Altitude isn't amazing. Nobody loves it. Yeah. But Fubo TV is one of the few ways you can actually watch it normally. Get the app. You turn it on. It's right on your TV. It's just like you're watching cable. So make your life easier with <sighs> Fubo TV. Yeah, FuboTV.com slash DNVR today or use the QR code right on screen. Again, the DNVR code gets you 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Some other news and notes, Megan, over at Avs practice today. They were talking about it. Gabe Landeskog is going on the trip with the Avalanche, not the play. But I've seen the chat often talking about, well, the leadership and all that. He's in the room with the guys. He's talking to them. He's there at intermissions, things like that. So he's around the team, a part of the run in some way, at at very least. The emotional support captain. There you go. The ESC. (laughs) Sometimes that's the best you can do, all right? You got to live with what you can. yeah, we were hoping we were hoping Megan wouldn't be able to pop down to the show and we could ask her how the Eagles playoff series is going. Yep. I know that they won uh game one game in overtime. Make stuff right out, baby. Make every Avs trade ever. Just yeah, they make some right. like a genius. That's right. It's just crazy. <clears throat> Even those ones. Yeah. Um would have would have uh, we'll get we'll get an Eagles update at some point. Yeah, well, for sure. It'll yeah. it'll come on an off day here sooner or later. Yeah. Um, it's just been uh, normally I try and keep up with those games, but with both abs and nuggets in the postseason at the same time, cuts get made. Yep. And and for what it's worth, Lars Eller and Jack Johnson also both going on the trip. Yeah. So I mean, how injured are they? We don't know. Yeah. But we'll see. it's not egregiously bad for them to stay home or something like that. Uh yeah, I mean, it's a different story of those guys going there, and then we'll just see how they feel while they're there versus like a Joe Pavelski where you're like, hey, this it's is not happening. Happen. Yeah. So a little different. So, you know, it, it could be worse. I'll put it that way. Yeah. And I mean, if so, I guess we can just. We're know. rolling into this conversation. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, man. no Lars, what do you do? Uh, do, you, do you go you back? Probably so, just put new hook at three C, right? Well, yeah, so you probably you probably then fl- flop your what was your fourth line? Of, uh, sure, it was really your third line last night. That's how he used um, it yeah. with with LOC Helm yep. and Nieto. 
Uh, and then it, it's a Myers new hook Morgan fourth yeah, I mean, line. I pick if you want Myers at center, fine, whatever. And mm. yeah, I, yeah, I mean, boy, who cares at that point? Yeah. Um, Myers or new hook, it's whatever. But I think that's the I think that's the answer because if, if you had Andrew Cogliano healthy, you would prefer that. No, oh, he's jumping in for sure. Yeah, but if he's not ready to go, then that's I, I think it's Ben Myers. Yeah, I. I would expect it to be Myers as well today. You know, we'll see exactly how that plays out. But as much as I like Ben Myers, that's a big hit, man. Yep. Because Lars Eller, one of the reasons why I've liked Lars Eller through two games, he's always going to be kind of a stylistic misfit for the Avs. But well, I, I think it's he, even more amplified by the fact that hey, you're now going on the road. Eller can help you with a little bit of that mixing and matching that your opponent's going to try and do. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, they might have that. I don't know how hot he'll end up being. He could play, but. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm really curious also, um, you know, since we've talked about how the Avs don't really seem to care. Mm-hmm. And this was not a series to be like. Really in dip, yeah, depth really, on the matchups. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with the coaching decisions of who's matching. But sure. Hextall looks like he wants to put Yanni Gord consistently against Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon kind of ate him up last night. Um, Weird. It was a weird night for McKinnon because he played really well and had no points. He well, he played really well. He had no points. He has a really dumb penalty, and then he has a really. I mean, you could criticize the effort on the shorthanded goal for sure, where Gord kind of gives him the stick lift and then pushes the puck from behind him. It was definitely a lazy back check it. Best. Yeah, and and you could definitely like there's an element there where you could be critical of McKinnon's. The play. other side of that, he essentially gets two third assists by winning faceoffs that lead to goals. Yeah, and he finishes with eight shots on goal, four hits, uh, yeah. and a blocked shot. Like he's all over the place, right? He's uh, for me used the speed really well. He was yeah. stressing out Seattle's defense in a way that didn't happen in game one. When you saw. In game one, they were able to pack the house defensively, block a lot of shots, keep things to the outside. Well, part of that success is because they they keep Nathan McKinnon contained. And part of the failure last night is that they don't. Yeah. You watch watch the way that they have to, the way that McKinnon draws attention and the way that him alone with the puck, when he's putting pressure on teams, he just peels that structure apart a little bit. And, And you watched it in all of the second and third period. It made Seattle chase the game a little bit. Yeah, oh, it made him chase the game more than a little bit. <laughs> the whole time, basically. Yep. So it, it becomes so much harder when Nathan McKinnon can get going like that. And, and we saw in game one some of the opposite. Not that McKinnon played poorly, but yeah. Seattle was respecting him at the blue line, and that was the strategy going in. Yeah. They said, hey, if we can just keep him in front of us, so the strategy a lot of teams have of, hey, we're going to give him the blue line. We'll back up a little bit. We don't want him to beat us wide. We don't want him to beat us in the middle. We'll just keep him contained on the wall. We know he likes to pull up and try and make a play from there. But it turns out when he does that stuff enough, he makes plays. And, well, and, and it expands beyond McKinnon even too, right? Val Nachushkin's game tying goal. Just beats a guy up the middle of the ice. Yeah, so went back and watched that. And he gets off the bench. The big key there is Jamie Alexiak is slow to change. Yep. And when they, the Taves, so Taves sees it. Mm-hmm. You're in the second period, so each team has a long change. Has yeah. that has the change there? So they've got to go. Their defense has to go. And uh, so Alexiak heads off. He's a little lazy on the change. 
Dunn gets off the bench. Nachushkin gets on for Lekkinen. Uh, and Lekkinen goes in at the end door. Nachushkin comes off in the middle of the ice and is about a step ahead of Dunn. And Dunn is doing everything he can. Yeah. Um, and then Will Borgen, who's the right D next to Alexiak uh, on, on that pairing, cuts across to be the yeah. lefty yeah. who pressures Pl- Rodriguez at the E-Rod. blue line. And that puck gets through him. He's yeah. tired. He yeah. needed a change. He and, and it was his clear that ended up on Taves' yeah. stick. Uh, so kind of a kind of a beast of his own creation there uh, that that ended up in the tying that goal there. That was just gone at that. Point, yeah, it's yeah. a great it's a great job by Taves to catch them in the change, uh, and that's again why we talk about why possessions even if they don't end in goals, you know that they, they end in you you build that momentum. Yep. You tire them out from defending. They make a tired mistake from Borgen. Uh, on a with and a bad up clear. in the back of their net, yep. and and six seconds later, it's a, it's it's a tight hockey game. Yep, uh, six series tied one one, two series two zero. Oh. AJ, how many of these eight series go six or more? Boy, uh, I sure think Edmonton, LA. I would pick that one for sure. I still think um, Dallas, Minnesota. I would pick that one. I think you sneakily could pick Isles Canes. I will pick Isles Canes. I'm. I, I just think their injuries and stuff are just. It's just tough right now. I think it's yep. just tough sledding. Yep. Uh, I still kind of like Vegas and Colorado's chances to sneak them out in five, a yep. competitive five. Uh, it's not going to be free for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I, I just wonder how much of life. I, I, I guess game three will determine. How much was last night they have found yeah. something and how much was it they just had a good couple periods? Right. Because if they really found something and they really started to turn it on and, and start to play it, their way. The series is going to look real different. Yeah, man. then you're going to have a different. It, it's going to be a very different feel in uh, in Seattle. All right. So three, four, five series could go six or seven. I'm really worried about Toronto Tampa Bay getting that far now because I think those defensive injuries. They could blow it out a it little just, bit. Yeah. It puts them too far behind the eight ball. Yep. It's um, going to be tough. But also counting out and not believing that Tampa Bay is going to win a game in Tampa Bay is a kind of a tough sell for me. As human as Vassy has looked any given night, that dude could just decide yeah. that Tampa wins. I mean, he looked awfully human in the Stanley Cup final yeah. until he didn't anymore. Yep. And locked it down. I mean, life was so hard for the Avs those last couple of games scoring goals. Yep. Um, and that's how he's always been. He just gets better as series go. So, um, yep. I, I don't know, man. I would say I would say the majority of them. Over half. All right. I yeah, like that answer. I, I think maybe the one that you really are looking at, just just how dominant it was, Rangers Devils feels like that could be over. That one feels four, like five, it could like. be quick for sure. Yeah. Um, Devils really need to find something. something they can't just give up five goals a game. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked about, hey, do you trust Vitek Vanacek in a playoff series? Like, no. there's a. It's. I wonder how Washington feels as the team that was like, we just let both of those guys go. <laughs> and uh, Samsonov gets rocked in Both game one. Vanacek gets rocked yeah. in games one and two. Yeah. Where, hey, they missed the postseason. Uh, a lot happened that, that built into that. But also, like, wonder how justified they feel right now being like, eh, <laughs> we were not. We were not about to pay those guys. 
It's hard to be the Avs and follow that strategy of picking up goaltenders. Uh, anyway, we got to wrap up for today's show. We appreciate all of y'all hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow with everything pregame, watch along, postgame. As always, it's it's playoff season, baby. Yeah, Megan should be back part of the crew tomorrow. Yep, yeah, we'll have Jesse her on in Seattle so. doing doing the hard work for us out there. Yeah. We appreciate you all, and we will see you on the next one.